And we're back with another bonus episode. This time I'm talking about Atlanta Carnival and Hooky Weekend. Really just my one hooky fet for 2022. Um, so here we go. I'm gonna try to get through this episode without hearing baby teens in the background. Because I'm definitely in somebody's closet right now. Alright, so <laughs> I took a much needed getaway to Atlanta for their carnival festivities during Memorial Day weekend. And I was mainly just so excited to see my friends and listen to some soca on the big speakers. And also looking forward to being outside in cute clothes and makeup because when's the last time that I've really done that, okay? Um, And while carnival is the main attraction for most people, I could have honestly cared less about it. Um, If you've been following me, on my platforms for a while, then you're likely already aware that U.S.-based carnivals are not my cup of tea. Um, I personally would rather save my coins for the real deal international versions where it's accepted, respected, and cherished. Not here in America, where these celebrations are misunderstood and high-key unwanted, right? So at least if I go to a bad fet abroad, there's a hot beach nearby where I can wash my aggravation away. So anyway, enough about that. Uh, let's, let's talk about Atlanta. So I purchased tickets to Raval Kulafet, Sunchilla, which is more affectionately known as Sunday Morning Breakfast Fat, and SSS Red. Thankfully, the events got better in the end because the first vet was a bus. Was a bus. Okay. Now, I'm usually team early warm-up and set up with the DJs, but after a long travel day, it was hard to come up off that sofa. Like, we were stuck. And then the good part, which I felt was great because, again, we were stuck on the couch, was that the event actually got pushed back to 9 p.m. And I think we got to Vival uh, closer to, like, 11 um, parking was already filling up, but we managed to find a space, um, and we made sure not to park in front of the residences like they, uh, informed us in the email. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was what it was. Um, and after making it past security, we walked through this hot and humid, it was like a chop shop space. It, that's what it felt like to me, right? That was practically unoccupied. Um, and then we walked out the back door and then found a bunch of people jamming to the sounds of the season, right? Now, unfortunately, only those people that were closer to the front of the DJ booth could get like a quality listening experience. So the question at hand was like, okay, well, how do we get to, how close can we get to the music without strangers breathing down our necks? Right? Like, we still ain't nobody dimes, right? So we found a decent spot, and not even, like, 10 minutes into our little waistline warm-up, the music just shut off, and people start making their way inside to the hot shot shop. Now, eventually, when my homegirl went to the restroom, uh, to the porta potty <laughs> um, some guy was just like, yeah, um, you know, they're moving things inside because 5 came to address a noise complaint. And I'm like, okay, well, it would have been nice if somebody told us that. 
Uh, but anyway, so while inside, we're breathing hot covid air. And someone decided to, it, it, it really felt like they were playing a SoundCloud mix on like the poor sound system that was available inside. Now, don't get me wrong, the song selection on the SoundCloud mix, and again, I don't know if it's SoundCloud mix, but that's what it sounded like. Um, it was lovely, right? It was great. It would have been great if it were on proper speakers, but my ears were not happy. So eventually... You see the speakers being brought in from outside and someone finally decided to make an announcement about what was going on. So it took them about an hour or more to get the sounds going again, you know, mic check, all that, all that jazz. And during this time, like word had officially gotten out that the DeKalb Carnival had been canceled. So it was shifting the energy in the space even more. All you see was people you know, venting and pulling out their phones and pulling out the notifications like, oh, did you did you hear about this? Blah, 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 blah. Um, so anyway, so I listened to a couple of vent sessions and I gave the I'm ready to go when you are message to my homegirl. And thankfully, she was on the same page. We glided out and vowed to recycle our outfits for a more worthy event in the future. Listen. So the next day was the road, in air quotes. Since we were just observing the festivities, we weren't in any rush to head downtown. Like I bought, like I, I brought like a couple pieces of, you know, a little tiara, a little bra, or whatever. It just low key stuff to wear on the road. Nothing fancy. Um, and so we took our our time getting up, right? We went to the ever so popular Decab Farmers Market. Like, if you have not been, you need to go. It's just, it's everything. It's everything I need. It's everything. Oh my God. And the apple dishes and the seasonings. Oh my God. But cheap. Anyway, right. Go, go to, if you go in Atlanta, go to Decab Farmers Market and, and get your life. But anyway, so we freshened up. And we threw on a few, you know, we threw on our clothes uh, for the day's events. And then as, like, even as we were arriving, it was obvious that that things were winding down. And we got there around 3 o'clock. The official starting time was supposed to be, or at least this is what I read, was supposed to be 11 o'clock. But I don't know how accurate that was. I'm hoping that it, they started earlier and that was just a lie. But anyway, from the last two bands that we did see, it, I didn't feel like we missed much. And I'm 100% positive that I would have been upset if I paid money to participate in road in any fashion. Like, I don't even care if I, it was a t-shirt mass. I probably would have been upset. Um, so anyway, it was so tight. And there were so many stormers, self-included. Um, but again, I'm not sure what it was like earlier in the day. So long story short, I don't have enough information to give solid feedback on the Atlanta Carnival, air quotes, road experience. Okay. Um, and since we still had tickets to the DeKalb, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but the DeKalb Carnival Village. Um, we swung by there to see if we could salvage a piece of the day. Ciao. 
we didn't even make it past the mess that was the parking lot. The, the event was supposed to start at 4, and we got there by 4.35. I want to say it was closer to 4.30. And the parking was already rammed. Five-O was on the scene, making sure that folks didn't park in the 200 open parking spots that were right in front of our faces. And after 20 minutes of circling around pointlessly, we were just happily rolled out. It was just very annoying. It's like, dude, there are spaces here. Why are you blocking them? And it's not like it wasn't in, a, in an area that allowed you to park on the street. It was just, it was a mess. Like, it would have been nice. I'm pretty sure I could have got a little a little wine or something had we gone inside, but that wasn't even an option. Anyway, so we made an airport run. After that, we stopped by the liquor store and popped a couple bottles of wine when we got back to the house. And it was just an evening filled with chit chat and booze. And it was all that we needed. Like it was an amazing night. Um, shoot, we could have stayed time, energy and gas and did that the whole day. Let's side again. So, two days now of underwhelming experiences had me skeptical about what was to come. But my spirit <laughs> ultimately couldn't piece together like how the next two events could fail me. Like, if a good time wasn't had at these next two events they would like need to be like a major flaw in the execution on the from the promoter's perspective you know like i i know i'm going to have fun at these next two like i got to have fun damn it so anyway so here comes sunday hello sunday and to ensure that we didn't miss out on anything the plan was to arrive at sunchilla an hour after it was slated to start. All right, so since ATL people seem to arrive promptly for parking, getting there early-ish was a must. I was like, well, these people just come out early, way. You know, like, I'm like, this is not, this is not normal for me. I'm so used to the New York vibe where it could be three hours into a five-hour event and it still be considered early, right? Plenty parking, not in Atlanta. Anyway, so we got word, actually, that the start time had been pushed back, which was cool. I was okay with this. But at the same time, it had me raising an eyebrow, like, Lord, what's wrong now? What happened? Because that's because the last fact got pushed back. What are, we, what are we doing? So anyway, we made it. People were still out there early AF parking their cars. Our car was definitely like a 10-minute walk to the venue. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, and so that goes to show you how many cars had already parked on the street, right? It was a, it was a, um, you could only park on one side, right? So imagine the, how many cars were out there if I had to walk 10 minutes just to get to the venue. Single rows. Anyway, I learned my lesson for next time, though, because I, I, I realized some tricks and, and, and where you could park on that good Sunday if they have it at the same venue. But anyway, um, so we made it inside and we had a blast. The sweet sounds of soca were playing. The bar wasn't out of control. The food venues were there to save lives. And reuniting with so many old faces, 
it was like it was priceless right it was really a, a beautiful event but listen the sun was out to kill my skin only now just healing up from the sunburn <laughs> tan lines still starring on my shoulders like what it was it was it was brutal um and we stayed until the very end like we started leaving earlier um but as we were walking out Avalanche started dropping popcorn tracks and I was like hey, hey, hey wait wait have to go back um and so you know your girl had to like make a whole u-turn to indulge in the dance hall session that I knew was on the horizon um and my soul was so full it was officially full so shout out to Jasper for getting that fit right and then it was that tedious walk back to the car with sore legs and jacked up thighs thigh burns and again the sun was out and but anyway we made it and it was so 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 worth it walking back was a biatch so anyway so the last event for the weekend was you heard you hear her in the background <laughs> anyway the last event for the weekend was sss ran now keeping with the trend the goal was to arrive on time especially since it was a dutty fet whose venue location wasn't even shared until the night before now y'all know again i was getting hella skeptical about that and my mentality was like okay let's arrive early just in case the venue busts if it does at least we can get a couple wines in before they shut the place down now the fact that i'm traumatized in this way like it's just it's bad like i should i shouldn't have this trauma like you know i, I just shouldn't why is this a thing but anyway so we get to the venue and I see that it was literally a small piece of land, a small piece of the mall's parking lot. And I was like, oh, this shit definitely getting shut down. In my head, I'm like, well, how the, how the hell do you even secure a space like this? Like, how do you get approval for this? I mean, I'm not mad at it, but like, you know, do what works, but I'm just like, I want to know how, like, how this works. But anyway, I was never so glad to be wrong. The FET never busts. <laughs> we warmed up nice and then secured a permanent spot to release, like, our whatless behavior. And we got there, so we got there, like, a little before one, and by five o'clock, I was in the back of the car eating chicken, waiting on the rest of the crew. Um, cause I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't, I think I'm good. I don't, once I start hearing songs over and over again, it's time to go. Um, you know, cause how DJs do when they come in, but they, you come late, but you didn't hear what the other person played, but you still gonna play these songs anyway. But anyway, um, but I'm glad that I escaped when I did because the real rain came down with some cool air. And that, if I, if I was still in the fet for that, I would have been, a tad miserable so I'm glad that I missed that um but it was nice to it was nice to watch the rain as I ate it through uh you know in the back of the trunk um it's an SUV so you know giving you some context but anyway I don't have any complaints about SSS Red my only recommendation to them would be to get some better food vendors because I'm still trying to figure out how that one restaurant thought it was okay to serve macaroni pie that looked burnt AF on top because last time I checked, the dish should be like a yellow-orange in color, not black and brown. 
needless to say, I got out that food line after seeing that madness. Like I waited a while in that line. And then when I got to front and I saw the presentation, I was like, oh no, we're not, I'm not even going to attempt to give you out my money. And I, and I left. But anyway, all in all, Atlanta was a great time. Mostly again, because of the people I had the pleasure of being around for the weekend. Um, you know, it was always about the friends and just attending the fets were definitely just a perk. Um, because, oh, and let me tell y'all, since I love my belly, I have to recommend um, this restaurant that we visited, Rumi's Kitchen in Sandy Springs. There are other locations as well, but the Sandy Springs is the one that we went to. Listen, just do it. Just go. Um, it's uh, Persian cuisine. I don't know if you, you might be frowning your face up, but no, you need to go. Persian cuisine that will knock your carnival boots off. It was so delicious. Get the chicken wings. Um, but anyway, so now let's talk about Hookie Life. 2022. So I already knew this, this year was going to be different, a different kind of flex for me because of baby things. But to be honest, like even without her in the equation, I probably still would have moved similarly as I did this year. Um, it's like, so let me give you a rundown. So I dislike the venue that they use for the event on Thursday for, um, release therapy. And it was also in, it's indoor. So just like, yeah, not doing that. Um, and I'm not really into fets that have performances. So I wasn't interested in the Friday event, which is Hookie itself, Hookie Arcade. Um, and I had just finished getting Dutty at SSS Red. So I wasn't in the mood to go through that whole cleaning process again. So Juve was a no for me, which left Ritterman Road, um, which is my favorite event of the weekend, honestly. And if I didn't have a personal training session on the Monday, then um, I would have given their cool down event a shot, which was called Oasis. Um, And I I really actually did want to go to that, but it's all good. But so all I can give you information on is Rhythm and Road, which is always a vibe, especially if you're not um, the kind of person that has to rely on a super duper large crowd. Sorry, a super duper large crowd. For you to, you know, keep a hype. So they had a new like off-road route. So that we did go around the track, the racetrack, but then they kind of went off into a cut. And I was just like, where the hell are we going? But anyway, it was it was it was cool. It was a nice break from the slanted racetrack. If you've ever been to Ritterman Road, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, the, the track can be a bit much on your knees and on your legs, like, because you're literally, like, slanted the whole time. It's very annoying. But anyway, um, they had a proper bar. I don't remember if it was like that the year before, because my memory is just going bad. But um, it was an evolution from the drink chits. I remember when it first started, they used to give us, oh, I think it was three or five drink chits. And then you would, you know, that's your maximum for the day. But this time it was, like, unlimited, which was cool. Um and I had, I think I had two drinks and yeah, but I was still like sober-ish, but then I felt it like hours after because the bartenders were heavy handed. Um, and they had two music trucks this time. I think it's always been one in the past. Again, blame me for not remembering. And I will say that Close Connections was dearly missed. They have gone into retirement, um, and we had Avalanche, 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 and I can't remember who the other DJs were, but 
I just know that I, I missed close connections and that dance hall session they used to give us before the event ended. But, you know, it's all good. Maybe, you know, maybe next year we'll we'll get that session. Um, so, like, people used to enjoy Hookie because it was a fairly inexpensive weekend getaway that allowed for proper connection with members of the social community. And, you know, if, if, if the hooky folks are listening to this, like, understand, like, less is more. Like, I think a lot, when I was asking people how the, the weekends event felt, like, everybody had a great time. But, like, when we think about, like, the layout of all the new events, it was just like, yeah, they were doing too much. But I don't know. I mean, options, people like options, which was cool. The only thing for me was, I had two things. So one, I didn't see the point of the whole costume launch situation and them, you know, offering costumes for Ritterman Road. I was just like, let's leave R&R simple, right? The whole appeal of that event was wearing an old costume piece or wearing Monday wear that you made or whatever the, the case may be and, and, and enjoying yourself. Spending a couple hundred dollars for several hours of fetting around the raceway, the slanted raceway, it wasn't adding up for me. And a lot of people didn't understand what, what that was supposed to be either. Um, so it's just like, yeah, let's, can we leave that out of the equation next time? You know, maybe it did offer some business opportunity for, um, you know, local designers, which is cool, but you know, to each their own. I just didn't feel like that aspect was needed for Redmond Road. Um, and then the other thing, can we please move the date back to the last weekend in June? Because that whole Father's Day, Juneteenth weekend situation, it was not popping fam. That those are my only two things about hooky life that kind of irked me. Um, and granted, you know, maybe y'all weren't able to secure the venue for the, the usual time and I get that but try hard try hard try hard to get the the original June dates back um and that that was it the other thing you know that happened was like I had to travel with um when I went to Atlanta I was like trying to figure out how to do this whole breast milk pump situation and you know it was fine you know, I packed all my supplies, the pump, the empty bags, the the cooler, uh, the little cooler with the ice packs or whatever. And they let me through with my milk at the end. I just pumped and I was not pumping and dumping because the liquid gold is too precious. OK, um, but I pumped and I stored the milk in the freezer, went through TSA without a problem. They didn't even check it. They didn't even open it. And I was like, OK all right, this works. I can do this. Um, but yeah, so the whole experience was great. Uh, driving down, now I'm talking about hooky to hooky with baby things. That was interesting. That was long because we're coming from the New England area, which was supposed to be like a five and a half hour drive, but it ended up being like nine hours because we had to stop so many damn times. Um, <laughs> so yeah, not doing that again. Um, yeah, so that was it. But that's my recap for ATO and, um, Hookie Weekend. 
and wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful July, especially for those of you who are heading out to SLU, Essence Fest, wherever it is that you're traveling for July. Have a blast, be safe, and um, stay protected from the COVID.